seek him here, they seek him there. Those Frenchies seek him everywhere. Is he in heaven? Is he in hell? That damned elusive Pimpernel. The Adventures of the Scarlet Pimpernel, starring Marius Goring as Sir Percy Blakeney. was awakened, partially, by the sound of carriage wheels coming to a stop almost beneath my bedroom window. When I became fully awake, there was a violent pounding shaking the downstairs door. I stepped into a dressing gown swiftly and went down to admit my nocturnal caller. Oh, at your service, sir. Uh, will you come in? Thank you. I... <coughs> oh, good heavens, man. Why, you're ill. Here, 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 let me help. I'm sorry. Here, don't try to talk for a moment. Come on, come on, let me get you to a chair. Here we are. Well, you'd, uh, you'd better drink some of this, haven't you? Here. Thank you. Excuse me a moment, will you, while I close the door? This night air isn't exactly helping you. Better? I haven't very long to live. Oh, come now, come now. A bad cough don't mean that... Oh, this one does, sir. Does I wouldn't be here. <laughs> it, was, it was because of this cough that Citizen Chauvelin chose me as his messenger. Citizen uh, Chauvelin? Yes. You're not a Frenchman. Need one be French to carry a message? No. <laughs> but to carry a message from Chauvelin means you've been in France. And, uh, you know, there is a war going on. Chauvelin released me from the concierge prison in Paris... Five days ago and sent me here. Why? Because, because I'm dying. It's no loss to him that I'm not his prisoner for the last week or the last month of my life. Perhaps I'm more fortunate than the other English prisoners he holds. At least I can die here in my own land, in my own home. How did you come to be a French prisoner? I was traveling through France when war came. So were other Englishmen, and there were others there, conducting businesses of various kinds. All of us were seized. <coughs> may, may I have... Oh, by all means. Here you are. Now, what about this message? Yes, I was told to give you this letter. And this key. Key? Key to what? I'm afraid I didn't have Citizen Chauvelin's confidence, sir. Perhaps the letter explains. Yes. Yes, perhaps it does. Well, if you'll excuse me. Of course. The letter from Chauvelin was addressed on the outside to Sir Percy Blakeney. But on the inside, it was addressed to the Scarlet Pimpernel. Even as I read, I felt a strange chill. I could almost see Chauvelin's fanatical face as he wrote the words, to the Scarlet Pimpernel. The bearer of this letter will also deliver to you a key. It is a key to the bell tower of the Abbey at Reims. Ten days from this writing, my dear Pimpernel, the Abbey and everything in it will be destroyed by fire, unless you come before that time. 
and with your keys save the precious contents of the bell tower. In that case, I will guarantee the safety of the contents. But naturally, I make no such guarantee for your own safety. I am certain that any questions you may have can be answered by the bearer. It was signed by Chauvelin. In reading it, I had unconsciously read it aloud to the messenger. When I had finished, I turned to him for an explanation. His face had gone from the ashen grey of illness to the deathly whiteness of fear and revulsion. Good heavens, Sir Percy. Now, what is it, man? What is in that bell tower? It's, I told you about the others, other English prisoners. Yes? Some of the merchants who had been living in France had their families with them, wives and children. Go on. Well, on the same day that Chauvelin released me to bring you this message, he also issued an order for all English children to be transferred to the bell tower of the Abbey at Ransom. Mad. Mad. What cunning... Yes, if I don't make use of the key. The children will die, but if you do use it... Then uh, I shall die. What are you going to do? I um, want to live, sir, like any man. I see. Uh, but I promise you, there will be no children in that bell tower when the Chauvelin puts it to the torch. almost a full day to gather together available members of the League of the Scarlet Pimpernel and get them ready for the journey. Then another day to get safely into France. By the time we reached the outskirts of Reims, we had little more than 48 hours. We can't ride straight into town, Blakeney. No, Tony. We'll have to stake the horses out in this wood somewhere in case we need them later. Oh, quite a concentration of troops in this area. Hold there, friends. Whoa! <laughs> Leave the horses here. Harding can slip back here at night and tend them. Meanwhile, let's go over the plan once more, shall we? What plan we have. <laughs> well, we'll have to be ready for anything. Folks, you and your group, address the soldiers. Mingle with the French troops in the town and keep your ears open. Don't ask too many questions, though, or you may arouse suspicion. We'll be careful, Blakeney. You know what your assignment is, Burns? Yes, you want my men and I to get some farm carts and clothing. Women's clothing. On the way back... Some of us may have to look quite motherly. <laughs> you mean dress as women? Take one or two children each? Well, it's a possibility. Because it's certain that we won't be able to parade to the coast with all 19 of them in one group. But in case of shovel, don't you think the rest of us should know what you and Tony are doing? I know the work you assigned to us will be child's play compared to your own activities. Well, my work depends on an assumption. Since Chauvel and I planned this trap, I'm assuming that he'll be here to supervise it. If he is, Tony and I will attempt to capture him. You mean hold him as hostage against the safety of the children? No, that wouldn't work. But um, if we can take him, I can assume his identity myself and order the removal of the children from the bell tower. Yeah, it won't be the first time that Blakeney has imitated Chauvelin. Uh, no, Tony, but it may be the last. No. Don't be overconfident. Chauvelin hasn't forgotten the past either. Well, gentlemen, good fortune with your assignments. Let's go, Tony. Or rather, citizen comrade of the glorious French Republic. We dressed as field laborers and went into Reims. The guard was worse than we had expected. Three times we were challenged, and three times our chests tightened as our forged credentials were scrutinized, but we were permitted to pass. In the local inns everywhere else, tales and rumors clicked from tongue to tongue. There was no secret about this new battle of wits between Chauvelin and the Scarlet Pimpernel. Ah, there will be no errors this time, citizen comrades. Mark my words. 
Is there a silver alarm? We'll put an end to the pimpernel. I hope you are right, madame. That sugar, he is a wise one. Yes. His schemes are perfect. But those who execute them are not as clever as the citizens. If he could but get away from his duties in Paris long enough to see this through. Oh, it might be different. <laughs> might be different. Be assured, comrade. This time it will be different. You mean Chauvelin himself is in Reims? I did not say that, citizen. No, pay no attention to her insinuating tongue, comrade. You know how women gossip. How would she know where Chauvelin might be? Is that so, citizen? Uh, do you think that Citizen Chauvelin is preparing his own meals and making his own bed at the... Ah, why should I talk to such a fool? Indeed, why, Citizeness? You are obviously a woman who knows whereof she speaks. Uh. So let us talk no more of Chauvelin, but let us rather share and enjoy your charming company. Yes, <laughs> I apologize for my sharp tongue, Citizeness. Let me mellow it. And yours, with someone, eh? Uh, you see, uh, my comrade is a good fellow. You will drink with us, No. The wine dulled her suspicion and antagonism. It was late when finally we left her, but that was what we wanted. In the dark and uncrowded streets, we followed her eagerly. She left the town and made her way to a secreted chateau. As she neared the house, we heard her answer the challenge of a soldier. Who is it? Made the chambre. Wait, Tony. The shadow is guarded. Well, this must be Chauvelin's headquarters. Come on. Through the trees. Let's circle closer as we go. There's no telling how heavy the guard will be, though. Not very. Just a precaution. It's the Abbey Bell Tower that's being watched most carefully. But even if we reach the house and get inside, how do we know which room is Chauvelin? I think that may be very simple, Tony. The master suite. When a man uses somebody else's property, he always takes the best. We reached the house in safety and forced our way in through a small door at the side. We climbed in the darkness. Light trickled under the door sill of one of the bedrooms. He must be in there, Blakeney. Yes. Might have soldiers with him. No sound of conversation. Probably alone going over some plans. Well, I think we just better walk in. Are you going to keep up the disguise? For what purpose, old boy? He knows who I am. He will certainly be able to guess why I'm here. You ready? Yes. Make sure to prevent any outcry. And here's hoping the door isn't locked. What the... Don't move, Citizen Chauvelin. Uh, Don't tell me you're surprised to see us, Chauvelin. Not at all, Blakeney. But you have come to the wrong place. You have a key you need? Mm, Yes. Yes, but you know, I'm, I'm hardly fool enough to think your soldiers would let me use it without getting rather <laughs> uncomfortable about it, eh? <laughs> now, on the other hand, if uh, you were to use it, citizen... I have no intention of using it. Oh. Well, then I shall do so in your name and your identity, if you don't mind. Take off your clothes and shove along. I'd need of it. And if I don't? If you don't do as he says, citizen, I would not hesitate for one second to shoot a man who will use the safety of children as a decoy. Uh, he is not joking, Chavalon. Uh, nor am I. Take him off. <laughs> Very well, Monsieur Blakeney. But this time, you die, Monsieur. This time, whether you wear your own true face or mine, this time, you die.
bound Chauvelin tightly and placed him in a closet where it was certain he would not be found before morning. Then we made our way out of the chateau and back to Reims. My face was made up to look like Chauvelin's, enough to pass the sharpest inspection. And yet I was uneasy. Something about his manner, a certainty I had never seen in him before. Here's a square. Yes. Look. Heavily guarded, even at night. Well, see? Soldiers we just passed only gave you one look. I, <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm nervous. I don't think it's strange if just the two of us try to march the children out there. No, we, uh, we won't do that. I just want to tell the guard that I'm sending a squad with an order signed by me. Uh, then Fuchs and the others can march in in about an hour and take them. Sir, sounds perfect. Well, I hope so. Here's the entrance. Oh! It is all right, comrade. It is I, Citizen Chauvelin. Uh, well, Citizen Chauvelin. Open this door. I wish to enter and speak to your captain. Did you not hear what I said? Yes. I heard what you said, Citizen. Now I am waiting to hear something else. The password, please. Do you dare to challenge me? Yes, I do, Citizen. By your own order. You said nobody, not even yourself, was to be unchallenged. The password, if you please. Our voices had grown louder, attracting the attention of the soldiers in the square. And now the guard's rifle had tooted, and the point of his bayonet was only inches from my stomach. His eyes were hard and dangerous in the dim light. You said make certain of the identity of everyone, monsieur, especially yourself. If you do not give me the password in five seconds, You I... see, Citizen Chauvelin, they are alert. Uh, this guard has certainly passed your test. Test? Of course, fool. To make certain you were following the orders to the letter, eh, Citizen Chauvelin? Of course. Why, yes. You have done well, my soldier. With you on guard, I see that my fear was unfounded. Come, citizen. We will return to the chateau. Bonsoir, soldier. That was close. He is still suspicious. Walk towards that alleyway, will you? Citizen Chauvelin! What is it? I would still like the password, citizen. His suspicion had flared up again, dangerous and demanding, and I had no answer to his question. There was only one thing to do. Tony knew it too, as though my thoughts were his own. At the same instant, we started our run for the alleyway. Returning fire. Yes. They're our own men. Fuchs and his group in French uniforms. Fuchs! Be with you as soon as we can, Blakely. Knew you weren't Chauvelin the moment you crossed the square. Thought Tony with you. All right, men, come on. A fast retreat. They won't want to crowd into this narrow alley for a moment or two. Good man, Fuchs. Come on, men, this way. Harding and Burns and the others were there too. Their missions accomplished. But we still didn't have the children. You can't blame yourself, Blakeney. Chauvelin's web is tightly woven this time. You've done all you can, old boy. No, not quite all. Now, what do you mean? What I mean is very simple, Tony. Chauvelin doesn't really care about the children. What he wants is me. If I walk up and open that door, 
They'll allow me to do it. And then they'll kill you. He's right, Blakeney. It's impossible. No, but just leaving the children there. That's what's impossible. And it's almost daybreak. At daybreak tomorrow, the abbey will be set on fire. We've a bare 24 hours. If we can't do anything by this time tomorrow, I use that key. You said you succeeded in getting the clothing and the farm carts burned? Yes. We were almost caught once, sir. By a farmer? No, troops. We found one farmhouse deserted. There was no cart there, and we were fixing a wheel to take it when those troops came along. Oh, what did you do? Just pretended that it was my farm. There's the usual grumbling about how the army had taken my livestock and, and everything else of value. And what about the troops? A patrol looking for us? No, no, they were robbing the farms as usual. Not livestock, they were searching for metal. Anything that could be melted down to make cannon or shot. They stripped everything. Just a minute, sir. What is it, Blakeney? Uh, I was just thinking of what Burns said about that metal. Fook? Yes, Blakeney? You spent quite some time near the Abbey this evening. Did you or any of your men look the place over? Well, as well as we could from the outside. Of course, we, we heard a few things as well. The children are locked in a room up near the top. Barred windows and a special guard outside the door. Well, that's good information. I hope the next bit I want is as good. Is the bell still in the tower? Why, yes. I, I looked the tower over, casually, of course, but I saw it. Good. Well, we may bring those children out with us yet. Oh, wow. What do you mean? Burns ran into a troop looking for metal, didn't he? Well, that bell's metal. A choice piece, enough for a couple of cannons. He's right. Ah, we've got to work this very carefully out, though, to get into that tower. Uh, that's the part that won't work. Oh, it will, it will. Chauvelin has superiors, too, you know. Besides, he must be very uncomfortable by now in that closet where we left him. Yes, I'll need a new disguise, I think. A staff officer. And we'll all go to call on Chauvelin. We'll be responsible for getting him out of the closet. Well, then what? Well, he'll feel more friendly towards us than towards his own men. And I'll demand the bell before the torch is set to the abbey. Now, look, we'll need an enormous flat wagon and, and an oversized thick wooden platform and a, a, a team of eight good farm horses. Burns, that's your task. I don't care how you get it, but get it. I still say Chauvelin won't admit us to that. Yes, he will. Oh. It'll take myself and, say, 12 of us to move the bell. All right. Let him put a guard of a hundred men outside the door of the room where the children are imprisoned. We won't even go near it. Harding, yes? you get ropes and pulleys, the heaviest you can find. Right. We strap the bell to the platform Burns gets, then we lure it from the belfry by pulley onto the wagon. Oh, just a minute, Blakey. What about the children? They will be inside the bell, Fuchs. But you said we wouldn't even go near the door to their room. <laughs> we won't. Just you leave it to me. Come on, let's get moving now. I want to be the one to rescue Chauvelin from that closet. We rescued him, all right. He snarled, he swore, but he didn't see through my disguise. Then, sharply and with great authority, I demanded the bell. I say no, Colonel. Nobody enters that tower without my permission. But I ask your permission. No. I am grateful to you for releasing me. But no. You would not yet be released if I had not come to consult you about the bell. It is needed for cannon. You may have it tomorrow. From the burn ruin. That will not do, citizen. Heat and fire of the wrong kind can reduce the value of the metal. It is needed. My orders are from the general staff, and I demand that bell. I have a purpose. I know your purpose. I also know mine and my orders. You can triple the guard on your little English brats. Citizen, 
I have been of help to you. Now, you be of help to me, please. If I am forced to report failure to my superiors, it will go very badly with both of us. Mm -hmm. Very well, Citizen Colonel. But I will triple my guard on that room. And if you or any of your men go within ten feet of the iron door that guards it, you will be shot very well. He led us into the tower, and we worked feverishly through the day. By mid-afternoon, the bell was ready to lower onto the platform. We removed the enormous clapper and arranged the ropes and pulleys that would swing the giant bell over the edge of the tower to be lowered to the wagon below. But then, we had to slow down. I wanted night now. A deep, black night. Two hours before dark. I know. I'll be glad when it's two hours after dark. Uh, you still haven't told me how you plan to get to the children. That's what those two extra ropes are for. Uh -huh. Better start knotting one of them. You mean you're going to use it as a ladder? Yes. Fortunately for us, the barred windows of the room the children are in are on the side of the tower that will be shadowed most deeply. I won't be seen from the ground. Yeah, but the bars on those windows are inches thick. You couldn't cut through them before morning. I don't have to, Tony. The team of eight horses and the wagon that will remove the bell and lower it should also be able to pull those bars out. Then you lower this other rope to me, and I'll pass the children up one by one. Just make certain to keep them quiet. It went off without a hitch. It was ten o'clock at night when the last of the children crawled under the bell, and we lowered it the final two feet and strapped it to the wooden platform. My heart leapt once as the bell swung out over the tower, and the pulley hissed and creaked ominously, but the ropes held, and the slow, steady descent started. Almost down, Magni. Four more feet. Back to the wagon up just a little, will you? Ah, that's it. Right there. Lower away. Easy now, easy. Let it down easy. Voila. That is perfect. Tie it in place quickly, man. We can turn this way, Danny. Why? What is it? The guard who was on duty here last night when I posed the chauvelin. Well, he was shot. Just wounded. His arms are a sling. He's watching us rather strangely. They'll tie down well enough to get a few miles, Blake, there, but I... Get it moving, then, quick, will you? That fellow's headed over to Chauvelin. What, what, what can we do? Not in the big All right, let's move. Come on, get on there. Behind the bell, will you? This part of the wagon. Good heavens, take me. The children. The fire's hitting the bell. Ha uh -huh. Inches of solid metal, Tony. Whip hard to that bridge, Hardy. You're stopping too many. They'll get off and follow, Blakey. They'll be too late, thanks to Burns there. Oh, why? I thought on this. See that keg on the end of the wagon? Yes. Powder with a short fuse. When we reach the bridge, I light it. And no more bridge. <laughs> You'll look a happy man then, won't you, Burns? Especially when he puts you into one of those dresses you stole. And you become a mother. <laughs> Here's the bridge, old boy. Light your keg and let it go.
Any sign of Vern and the two children he had with him yet? No. Everybody else is aboard. All the other children are asleep. Well, they can't wait much longer. French warship might spot us if... There's something move over there. Vern? Oh, oh, Blakeney. 